It does look like a little bar. It's, a, it's my home studio, so it's it's halfway between a functional studio and a bit of a man cave. You know, because I spent quite a bit of time in here. You know, that's well, that's well, it's like this. That's full. Of- yeah, exactly. So it doesn't look as cool as yours, though, man. That really looks like a cool bar. Ah, uh, it's 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 a mess. But anyway, dude, it's 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 good to talk to you. My name's Nev. Um, man. Uh, this new uh, album, uh, but let me start that again. I'm a little, it's, haven't had my coffee yet. I'm still kicking in. It's got it in the, in my uh, British steel mug. Your British steel mug. <laughs> Lovely, doubly. Like it. It's kicked in. But uh, of course, uh, the new Elegant Weapons album, Horns for a Halo, uh, has just been released, man. And this album is fucking unreal, dude. Like, it's straight out of the gate for this year. I think it's, it's pretty much a contender for album of the year in my in my point of view. Dude, oh, dude, you're too kind. You're too kind. I really appreciate that, man. Man, I've been cranking it so much. I love it. And uh, the thing I love about it is the fact that it it got that balance between old school classic metal with this uh, new metal engine in here. It's very modern as well, and it's a lot of you put a lot of time into it, a lot of thought. Well, it's it's uh, it's who I am really as a you know as a guitar player. Uh, and a musician and a writer, really. I come from a an era of music which is unmistakable. You know, I grew up in the eighties. Uh, you know, I was born on the first day of nineteen eighty, first of January nineteen eighty. I was born, so um, I'm influenced, obviously, by the seventies and the sixties and all that sort of lovely stuff. But I'm aware that it's twenty twenty three, and I like things to sound a certain way. You know, so but I want those influences to shine through. You know, I'm not I'm not ashamed of those influences. I want people to hear them. Um, so I think that's where it comes from, really. I, you can't hide who you are, and I think it shines through on the record. Absolutely, man. How far back do the riffs go? Like, have you oh, been? That's a great question. Long? Yeah, that's a great question because I mean, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you you're a writer or you play as well, but you, I've always got stuff. You know, I, I could sit in the studio, I come in in the morning, have a coffee, sit down with a guitar, and, and stuff jumps out, and you never know. It's like with the pre stuff, you know, like some of that stuff I was. I remember I was washing dishes in my kitchen one day and I had an idea for a riff and fast forward a few years down the road and it, it ends up on a priest record, you know. So some of them have been around since, you know, 2017, a couple of years before the pandemic, you know, and some of them were song starts, some of them were just riffs I had. But the pandemic really enabled me the time to get those ideas together and see what I've got. You know, have I got an EP or an album? Have I got a band? What have I got here? So a few of them have been around for quite a few years. Man, uh, that's awesome. Because I know what it's like. If you, you, It's always in the worst spot. I mean, I'm a singer. I'm a death metal dude. But um, you get these ideas in like the worst possible place. Like when you're doing the dishes or you're driving or you, 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 and you got to get them down somehow. You probably got millions of notes in your phone or something. Well, luckily, yeah, you're absolutely right. Luckily, these days we've got that you know, uh, opportunity, we can just pull out our phones and either whistle or sing or whatever it is, you know, yeah. capture those uh, melodies or, you know, lyric ideas and then get them into the studio and put them down properly somehow. Because um, before you just had to remember them, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it makes our brains weaker. You don't have to use our brains quite as, you know, well as we used to, but it's just lucky, really. We've got, You're right, I've got tons of them on my phone. Um, and if I need anything, I'll sort of go through my phone uh, is there anything, if I'm working on an idea, I'll go through my phone. Is there anything that matches up with this idea? You know, so it's it's a resource, really. You, I think David Lee Roth said it best. Like he's, he's always banking 
uh, with ideas. Hold on a minute. I've got to end this. I've got a call coming in. It's management. They should know. And uh, what am I doing here? Can you still see me? I can still see. Yeah, just chill more. Right. <laughs> Don't throw we'll, we'll carry just on. Go. Yeah, just carry on. It's just banking ideas for when you need them. Putting those yeah. ideas in a, in a vault. So when you sit down for a writing session, you can just pull those ideas out, and hopefully, you know, they can add to the song that you're working mm. on. Well, I remember wasn't I read that I think Dime had a had a guitar in the toilet. So if he was, you know, on the job, he he could bring some riffs while he was, you know, it's a weird spot, but you know, it's actually a good one. Bathrooms have really good acoustics. You, you know that reflective. I mean, it's probably really bad acoustics, but it just sounds <laughs> good. It's quite loud. You know, when you're sitting down with the uh, an an. Uh, electric guitar that isn't plugged in yeah it kind of makes it louder so that's actually i'm, I'm gonna have to do it you just give me an excuse to buy another guitar there so thank you there very you much. go get to have a toilet guitar there you go yeah. <laughs> made out of porcelain no don't do but um <laughs> <laughs> but man there's so many great tracks on this album as i said like uh man, was it a uh, white horse is one of my favorites i love that it's got a bit of a proggy intro like there's that off time with the drums like how did that come about that's so cool I'm glad. I'm glad White Horse is getting some love. You know, mm. White Horse is something that people have obviously been commenting on since the records come out. Um, it's a seven and a half minute track. It's not a. It's not a, like a radio track by any means, and I love it for that reason. You know, I wanted a, a few more twists and turns musically. As you said, it's it's a bit more proggy. Uh, there's a few more parts in the song that just take it somewhere else. You know, and I like that with metal and music in general. When you know, at least a couple of tracks on the record where you can have that experience. So um, it was one of those songs that just went and kept going. It didn't really have that pop element where it kind of had a verse and then a chorus and a verse and a chorus and solo and an end. It didn't have that. It just some of them, they don't do that. They just go somewhere else and you just go with it sometimes, you know. You just got to let them flow away. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, man. And that's a perfect example. I love that track. And I hope to hear it live one day, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, we're talking about set list. You know, we're doing a lot of festivals. We've got some festivals coming up in June and July. And it's probably not one we're going to drag out for the festival crowd. It's like Jazz Odyssey. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. We'll be lucky to, lucky to have people in the crowd anyway. We don't want to bore them with another song they don't know for eight minutes, you know. But uh, if it's our own show, uh, we've got a couple of those in Europe as well. If it's our own show, maybe we'll rack that one out, you know. It'll oh. be interesting to see. Absolutely. And and your mate Andy Sneap, he uh the master, all round good dude. Uh he he produced the album too, didn't he? Master Sneap indeed, yeah, he did. He was uh, a no brainer. You know that the uh that sort of dynamic I was talking to you about earlier on about me coming from a certain era, um, but aware that it's twenty twenty three. He's he's that guy too. He grew up on the same music that I did. Um, but he's a he you know, you, you want those influences to shine through but andy's making records in 2023 so it was a perfect i mean it's a no-brainer for me plus obviously me and andy work you know all the time with priests and stuff like that so you can trust him um if something's bad he's going to let you know you know yeah. uh, and if something's good by the same token you can trust him you i can you need that sort of um brutal uh, honesty sometimes that's what you need in a studio you need to know like uh, uh, sometimes you don't know and someone like andy knows instinctively whether it's good enough or bad enough and we we can we can work like that so it's great yeah you got to have your mates your mates honesty is like the most you know because they'll just be like bro 
throw this again or do that, you know. But uh, I'm sure exactly. Yeah, man, absolutely. And uh, of course, you got uh, Ronnie Romero singing, who's like one of the best vocalists on the damn planet. I mean, there's shit he does on this album that just blew me away. Uh, as a vocalist, I'm listening to it now. That's this. How is it working with him, man? Ronnie's great. Again, uh, you know, not to repeat myself, but the same dynamic. You can hear where those influences come from. Yeah. But he, but he's a vocalist in 2023. Again, for me, it was a no-brainer uh, to give Ronnie a call and see if he could do it. Fortunately for me, uh, he could. He wanted to be in, in the band, and here we are. Um, and he's just, you know, not only a great singer, but a great frontman. Uh, he carries the band. He, he looks like a great front man. He's just a just a consummate professional, you know, um, and that's that's what you need, really, because I've got no idea what I'm doing. So, uh, you know, at least we've got someone at the front that knows what they're doing, you know. You know what you do. Come on, mate. You know what you do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, winging it, really. But, you know, the, the guys in the band, it's just they they make me look good at the end of the day. You're all weapons. You know, that's... We are the illegal... We are the elegant weapons. I've never, yeah. never thought of that. We are. It's about you know, elegant weapons is the instruments we play. Yep. But, but we, 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 we could be. I've never thought of it like you that. You are it's the amazing. weapons. <laughs> See? Not too elegant though, but uh, you know. <laughs> no, it's good, man. Yeah, yeah, but uh, of course, uh, Rex, Rex Brown. He's he he's played on the album, but uh, he's he's a little busy with another band. Uh, what are they call pair. Pangero or Pan something something they're out there doing something, um, and you're playing some shows with them. You're going to be playing with uh, Pantera very soon. That's going to be massive. How's that? Yeah, I think our first, we've got four shows opening up for Pantera. I think our first show in Europe is opening up for Pantera. So hopefully we survive, um, <laughs> and hopefully we can steal a few of their fans. You know, hopefully we can turn a few of their fans onto our music as well. That's that's how it works. You know, get out go. Get out in front of another band's fans and hopefully take a few of them with you. Um, you know, I, I remember Harris, Steve Harris from my Maiden. You, he always used to tell us that's what they used to do. Get out. They, I think Maiden were out with 10cc, which to a lot of people didn't make a lot of sense. I think it was 10cc, but he said to them it was just an opportunity to go out and take some fans that wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have been there ordinarily. So uh, it's a great experience. Get out. We, hopefully, we can have a great time. We love Pantera. We love the guys in Pantera, and hopefully, as I said, take some of the fans with us. You know what? Is there? Do you reckon there's going to be a chance for Rex to come out and jam with you? Do you reckon that's that? Is that something you talked about? Maybe he's going to jump out and. I doubt it. I think I'm just grateful enough that Rex played on the record. You know, very fortunate to have a legend like that playing the stuff on the record. Um, we're just happy to be there. We're just happy for the opportunity to get out there and and hopefully deliver the best we can. But I don't think I don't think so. No. Ah, that's all good. That's all right. Don't want to get anywhere. Yeah. You know, I think you're going to absolutely crush it on on that those shows though, because people know who you are and they're interested to see how this stuff's going to come. Because I mean, the response for the album's been phenomenal. Dude. Everyone's really loving it from what I'm seeing as well. It's not just me. Yeah. No, I, I think you know when you let an album go like that you, you don't you never know how it's going to be received you know uh and you just you've just got to let it go but uh it's been the majority of the the reception has been really positive um and i can all i all i wanted you know good and bad i just getting someone's opinion that's listened to your music is a really privileged position to be in really this day and age you know i've been for a few things over the last few years just to be able to have music out being critiqued mm -hmm one way or the other is, is, you know, that's all I can ask for really. I will say, I'm glad you're still with us, brother. 
That's for sure. I mean, you get asked about it all the time, but I'm glad you're still here, dude. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad too. I wouldn't be here otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, no, but it, um, it's true. I, again, like to be talking to you about, you know, new music coming out, about upcoming tours and yeah. releasing music. It's uh, I'm very fortunate to be here doing that. So, you know, we can never take that for granted. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you about is, of course, you uh, you worked with the great Christopher Lee. You know, most people know him as, you know, uh, this great actor, but he was legit. This dude was an absolute badass. <laughs> like, if you look at yeah. look, look him up, people, um, and he loved metal. Like, yeah. he's 90s, dude. How was it working with him? It was great, you know. It was, um, you can imagine, making metal albums in his 90s, as you said. Uh, he was a guy, obviously, from a different generation, mm. obviously. So he had... Uh, you know, different opinions on current affairs, which, which is always great to listen to. You know, someone, someone's, if someone's got a different opinion, that's always great to listen to. But someone that's as revered as him, that's seen, he's seen it all and then some, to hear what they think about current affairs was just a, an education, really, and an eye opener. He, he was great. His people were great who he worked for, with rather, um, and it was just an honour to meet him. Um, his legend will live forever. Was he? Uh, did he ever tell you what his favorite band was? His favorite Judas band? Priest. No, oh. he didn't. <laughs> he didn't actually. No, um, he left that. Out. He, 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 I think he worked with Manowar. Uh, he was into the Manowar stuff. Um, yeah. But he didn't actually. He didn't actually uh, pull favorites. No, he just uh, he liked metal in general. I think it was because of you know the the light and shade in metal and the storytelling in metal and just the. Uh, just the sonic assault, I think, in metal. Um, like, you know, all, all that stuff that goes into metal music is pretty uh, pretty intense. And I think he's an in, he was an intense character, you know? Mate, yeah, he was. You hear the stories of him talking to, um, uh, you know, uh, Lord, of, Lord of the Rings director of Ever Mental Blake. What's his name? Oh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Yeah, yeah, how, how he had to correct him how, how a man dies when he gets stabbed is one of the most brutal things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, dude, yeah. I mean, he, he had first-hand experience about that stuff, you know. I mean, that's, that's some shit right there, you know. <laughs> no, dude, it's so, it's so intense. But um, I do have to ask you, man, like, uh, of course, my mug, as you know, yeah. I, I am a Judas Priest fan. I love Priest. Uh, how's the new album coming along? What's What's happening? Well, I think we've uh, we've finished the recording process. Everything's tracked. I think Rob was the last one to to track what he needed to track, which mm. was the vocals, obviously. Um, we've got a Sneak's got to mix it and master it. Um, he was sending me over some uh, some. He'd set up some guitar amps in in the studio uh, to reamp some guitars, and they were fighting, sounding great. Um, so he's got to mix it, we've got to master it, and then we've got to manufacture the thing. So, you know, you know, vinyl and stuff like that takes a few months to literally make these days. So uh, we don't know exactly when it's going to be out, but it shouldn't be too long now. And it's sounding great, man. It's sounding like, I mean, what what can I say? It's like the next stage in the priest discography. It's like, it, it's not Firepower 2 or anything like that. It's the next record. And Priest albums have always had their own character and this one's no different so we can't wait for you guys to hear it i can't wait to hear it and i can't wait for you guys to hopefully come back because i my my eldest daughter she's 23 now but her first show 
she ever went to was Judas Priest in Brisbane with Dragon Force. And oh, uh, I remember that. Man, yeah, she was like, she walked away and she was like, that Judas Priest band's really good. And I was like, yeah. And, and you know, now she buys me, uh, you know, she'll get me the the records or something like that for Father's Day and stuff. It's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's helped us connect, you know, Brilliant. well. And I, and I love that, you know, Brilliant. It's a special thing. But, uh, fantastic. Do you, do you remember when you first got the job? You would have been pretty stoked when you got that call. Yeah, when I got the call, I mean, it's a bit of a cliche, but you don't you don't think it's real. It's it's so surreal to get a call like that. Um, but it becomes very real very quickly, you know. Um, and fortunately, they were persistent and they 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 hunted me down a little bit, you know. So I was able to go up and meet Rob and Glenn and management and talk about the situation, and and we went from there really. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's always been really inclusive both by the band and the fans alike, you know, obviously after 40 years to have a change like that, it's a big deal for, yes. for fans that have been there since the beginning. Uh, so obviously there's some skepticism. There was some negativity the internet done its thing. You know, the internet hates everything, you know, but, uh, but that's, that's just the way it is. And you just got to do what you do and honor the legacy that went before you and also kind of honor yourself moving forward. And you're now in that position, flying the flag and carrying the torch um for a band that's changed millions of lives around the globe so it's it's a it's a a privileged again privileged position to be and you just got to do the best you can while you're there but you were embraced man like everyone loves you i'm very again very fortunate um yeah you know again i just did, did what I, as i said like respect what went before um mm -hmm. how could you not um but also you know, do what you do as much as you can and uh, just carry that torch. And it's, it's a duty and an honour. Um, and I knew what it meant. And uh, I, I mean, we're still there. I'm still there 12 years later. Uh, Priest is still putting out music and touring around the world. So, you know, hopefully I'm doing something right, you know. Absolutely. You are, dude. Of course you are. It's... I make a good cup of tea as well. <laughs> what about a beer, eh? Yeah, you have to... I'm, I'm still working on my on the beer making thing, but the, the tea I've got down, so <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's kept me there for so long. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I'm as I said, I'm very keen to to hopefully see you down here very soon. Is there plans to to come pay us a visit with uh, Elegant Weapons or, uh, or or Priest or? I hope so. We haven't been down there for a few years now, hmm. um, so I hope so. We're always looking to all you know opportunities. Um, Priest is such a big, you know, machine. Obviously, there's more that goes into that than it would for elegant weapons. We could just jump on a, you know, jump on a boat and come down, you know, with elegant weapons. But Priest is a bit more involved in that. So hopefully, uh, we get to come down again. Where about to you and Oz? I'm on the Gold Coast, brother, which is just okay. south of Brisbane and just north of Byron. I'm in the gotcha metal there in the middle. Yeah, gotcha. It's such a vast country as well, you know. We always have fun when we come down there. You know, we can be down there for a couple of weeks, and we see so many different sides of you know different cities and stuff because it's so vast. Yeah, you know. And again, we haven't been down there since. I think it was probably that time that you're talking about with with Dragonfall. That was probably our last time down there. Download. So, uh, I think it was. Was it download? It could have been. I think it was download. It yeah, I think it was because I went to Sydney to see you guys at download. Was is? that when it was roasting hot? It was yes. really, really, yeah, man, that was nuts. I yes. think my pedals were melting on the floor. It was uh, like 
we were right in the in the sun. Oh man, that was nuts! Like, fortunately, we were okay, but we had some other friends of ours in other bands, and it was so hot that the the their gear was frying. Yeah. You know, all the 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 tubes, the the valves and the amplifiers were popping, and that was, nah, was nuts. It was crazy. It was all good fun. Wow. But we need to we need to come down there soon. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and you know what? Come down to to the Gold Coast, mate. When you come down, and uh, we'll we'll have a beer. I'll show you show you the best places around. That sounds that sounds like a plan, sir. Done, done. But uh, right, in the meantime, mate, thanks for, so much for hanging out. Uh, we're going to have all the links down here to the new Elegant Weapons album, Halo, Horn Horns for Halo. Yeah, it's starting to kick in. Um, yeah. And uh, mate, you take care, and uh, we will see you soon. I hope, my friend. Thank you, brother. Hope so. Have a good one.